The following presentation was recorded at the Buddhist Society of Victoria, Malvern East, Australia. Please visit our website at bsv.net.au. So today, for starting today's Dhamma talk, so I would like to invite questions. If you have any questions, you just ask at the beginning, so then I can uh, talk according to uh, your questions. So it is much more relevant to your day-to-day -day life. So uh, at the beginning, I, uh, I would like to mention here, so before I forget, actually sometimes I forget many things. So it is go good to remind, uh, so uh, this is the uh, one of our devotees' wives who passed away seven days ago. Uh, he's actually helping us a lot. And uh, once I went to their home and uh, gave, uh, they, they had a Dhamma discussion, and she was uh, glad to hear Dhamma, and uh, she started practicing that Dhamma. So, uh, so it is a good, uh, good thing to remind us this uh, and uh, uh, dedicate merits to her. So that's why I, I, I want to remind it now. And uh, I heard another uh, death of a person who passed away a few days ago because COVID in, in Sri Lanka. His friends also today came to, the, to listen to this Dhamma talk. So these two, uh, so the, I, if I say by names, um, I think Dhammi Silva is the wife of uh, the, uh, uh, Mr. Chandra Silva. So I think uh, he used to help us. And the other person is actually living in Sri Lanka. And his friends are, um, usually come to listen to Dhamma. And today they came here. So his name is uh, Kanishka Pereira, who passed away because of COVID. <laughs> Even after they got the injections and all these things, he passed away had this problem. So this is, uh, this is uh, the current situation in all over the world. Many people uh, are dying. So we are uh, uh, dedicate merits to all people who passed away. And uh, if they have a, a chance to listen Dhamma and pr come to the understanding of the reality of this body and mind, it is the most helpful thing to uh, to uh, release from all suffering. That means the end, the samsara, the, the, the continuous existence or the perpetual the way of living, the, the, that means the existence in this world can uh, come to an end. So otherwise, uh, until these uh, consciousnesses are existing in whatever level, will lead to suffering because all these Consciousnesses are impermanent, subject to change and vanish. This is the most important part of Buddhism. So it is, it is good to ask questions at the beginning, so then I will answer. So, <laughs> so for, for arousing the mind, the, the understanding of Buddhism in your minds, so I will just introduce, I will just remind you, the Lord Buddha mainly talk about the, the realities of uh, this world. That means the realities of 
our bodies and minds. Through our bodies and minds, we perceive or we conscious about the, the, whatever thing we are experiencing. That is mean, that means consciousness. Consciousness is the is the basic thing which leads to suffering, because the subject to suffer. So it it is a part of the existence. So it is a truth. It is a fundamental which is related to all sorts of existences. So it, it, this understanding these things as the reality of this body and mind or the consciousness, this, then you, you know there is no other way to make a better consciousness or improved consciousness. Just extinguishment of consciousness, not no more existence, come to a no more existence, is the only way to stop suffering. So this is a truth. This is a reality. That's why Lord Buddha showed as the cause of suffering and uh, uh, Nirodha Satcha, total extinguishment of suffering. So total extinguishment happened when you achieve the Nirodha. That means non-arising anymore. So until it arises, the consciousness arises, you, you have to suffer. There is some uh, level of suffering is there. It leads to suffering. So once the, the consciousness ends, no more arising consciousness. So then that, that, uh, that is the end of suffering. So you can ask questions related to this. Because the truths, understanding truths, is important. Truths are actually unconditional. It, it is always existing in this world. So all other phenomena is conditional. So whatever thing you experience or understand, always subject to conditions. But once you achieve the total extinguishment, that means there is no conditions anymore there. So that's why it is unconditional. <laughs> so if you have any questions you can ask, then I can bring the talk. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. Now, two loved ones have passed on, passed away now. So, yeah. can you give us a, a discourse on the Buddha's teachings? How yeah. to overcome suffering yeah. when uh, someone passes away? Yeah, yeah, it, it is a good question and it is a good teaching to. So, uh, yeah, it is, it is good to uh, remind ourselves the the truths of this world is the is the basic way of how to overcome suffering, because. If we are aware of the reality of this body and mind, so suffering automatically disappears because there is no way to, no reason to have uh, uh, suffering because you can, you can turn away of expectations because the suffering always arises based on the craving. So if there is no craving, if, you, if the craving is get cut off, so then your suffering disappears. So the suffering arises because the, sometimes when you li listen to these deaths 
whatever thing you you heard today i i i told you most of the people have no any sorrow regarding these people because no connection no craving in your hearts that's why but the friends who the, the or the relations have the close connection and uh, they know and they they crave to see, uh, to see those people or associate with those people and talk to those people so that kind of craving creates suffering because you no more meet them you no more see them again your loved one is departed from you so they never come back to you again or you may not see them again that's why suffering arise pihi vipayogo dukko apihi sampayogo dukko so you are separated from your loved ones or you are respected or loved or whatever connection you had so so the suffering always arise based on craving this craving arise in your mind at any moment when your mind is not aware of the reality so it is a part of the system because the consciousness is always driven by delusion it is it is how it the mind consciousness i e n o stang body and mind consciousness work but once you once you uh, aware of the reality or the remind yourself or oh, all this uh, phenomena is uncertain and uh, impermanent and subject to change and vanish and these are not under i me myself control so there is no i me myself exist it is just a, a deluded the thought or deluded notion arising in our minds so if you have that understanding once this that understanding come to your mind this suffering disappear because the craving there is no more room for the craving because craving is is foolish so these are not under our control so you just let go it so you have to train your mind to act the the or the react based on this knowledge this understanding it is called using non delusion when you are practicing non delusion non greed non hatred arise in your mind it is it is the way how it happens so to avoid suffering at any moment you have to bring back your mind to the roots the the fundamental realities this uncertainty and non self and always suffering all kind of consciousness if you are conscious about anything it leads to suffering so these are the this way basics the root of the reality once you re- aware of this once you remind yourself this reality the, the because it is not under your control so what is the purpose of uh, thinking about these things you just let go it is it is un, non the you can't stop these things <laughs> good morning mante good morning <laughs> good morning mante good morning thank you for coming here for the today's talk so i a question came to my mind so thought of asking you uh, maybe a stupid question but yeah <laughs> i am a stupid person so i can ask a stupid question <laughs> so 
the question which came to my mind is uh, as you said ajan right now that uh, in order to let go of the suffering we have to come to the reality which is the ultimate reality that ultimately there is nothing in a way so no i no others so in a way that suffering can be vanished from that perspective mm -hmm. but the question which came to my mind was if we are considering this perspective then how will we be developing the metta and karuna things because for metta and karuna there should be some object for metta and karuna to go towards so it's contradictory right if uh, yeah we can remove our suffering by thinking that there is no mm. being anyways mm. so why are we craving for it but then how will we developing our metta and if you are focusing on metta and karuna then uh, basically loving kindness and compassion so if you are focusing on focusing on compassion we are knowing that they are being suffering so we are having compassion for them then how will we transferring towards the other thing that okay everything is there is nothing there in a way so it's all <laughs> illusion in a way so this this dilemma how to figure it out yes this is this is one of the important thing because the, if you know you don't have control so you 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 develop the compassion towards others because if there is a control then you can do something but death has happened you have to be kind to yourself and you have to be kind to the other people because it is a natural phenomena natural way of happening things there is no personality to the authority to control or govern these things can you understand so that's why lord would say you have to admit then you are actually your compassion or the metta come from very deep level because you know all are helpless so it it then then you are you you do a hatred has no room there you know because the hatred arise you think this person is do this something wrong this is this is false this is not valid this is wrong this is not according to the way that to to do it so but if you understand there is no percent it is a natural phenomena how they were conditioned each and every mind moment arise based on causes and conditions so therefore that is not that person's problem it is a part of the phenomena it is the way how it happens so that's why if you take it as a personal thing there is a person exist so that is the cause of uh, cause which give arise to the 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 hatred and uh, um, harming thoughts ill will all this stuff arise because you take at take at, as a person personality or problem with a person if you take as a, it is a natural phenomena it arise based on causes and conditions you just try to care of it try to kind and support it but you know there is no cure for the problem so the only cure is non existence until you exist you have to suffer there is no 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 other way no cure for this problem so only cure is non existence it is go deep <laughs> uh good morning bunte thank you very much i think for 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 many of us for quite a while in our lives it this is an academic hmm. 
um, it's purely an academic idea. So I guess what I might ask is, as we develop our understanding, uh, what would you suggest is most important? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. These things actually, the, that's why Lord Buddha say, if you uh, always see, if you, if you always think based on self, you don't see this Dhamma. If you are ready to let go yourself, then you can see Dhamma. If you take this as a natural phenomena, each and every mind moment arise based on causes and conditions, not because you, not because your wisdom or foolishness. No, you exist. It is a cause of happening things. It is a way how it works. So that's why, even though you are listening to Dhamma, sometimes you don't get the Dhamma because you always think based on you or the other person. If you, if you let go of this, this wrong basis, then you see Dhamma as a, the natural uh, causes and conditions are running within yourself and other minds. So this is, this is a, one of the important things to understand. I will read uh, a sutta at the end, or a little later I can read that sutta. And that sutta also explains why people don't understand them. Because this unproper attention, even though you listen to a, to the, to a person who enlightened person, you don't understand them. The reason is, you, you are wrong attention, wrong way of seeing things. That's why Lord Buddha say to teach to some people because they have strong views. They are not, they, they, they see through those views. So they never understand Buddhism, Dhamma, to how things arise and pass away. This simple thing, they don't, they don't understand because they try to understand through their views. That is a problem. So I will read, I, anyway, I will read that sutta. It is interesting. Very short, very short sutta. So you can ask. Okay. <laughs> so I will tell the name, the number of this sutta. It is good for all of you. Mm. This is Anguttara Nikaya, the numbered discourses, 5.151, an 5.151. You can search in Sutta Central or other books, you can find out this Sutta. So, the name of this Sutta in Pali, Anguttara Nikaya, Panchakanipata, uh, Saddham Vagga uh, Patama Sammata Sammata Nyama Sutta. In, uh, this is uh, Ajahn Sujato's English translation. Uh, number discourses 5. Uh, uh, number 16, the true teaching. Uh, number 151. Inevitably re, uh, regarding the right path, inevitably, inevitability, inevitability regarding the right path. Mendicants, 
someone with five qualities is unable to enter the sure path with regards to skillful qualities even when listening to the true teaching what five they disparage the talk they disparage the speaker or they disparage themselves they listen with distracted and scattered mind they attend improperly someone with these five qualities is unable to enter the sure path with regards to skillful qualities even when listening to the true teaching so here the, it is important to see the, they disparage the talk they disparage the speaker or they disparage themselves even they disparage themselves because they take as self the, the talk also the, the person and the the, the 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 subject they talk about all these things but you are not listening to understand what what is this what is the meaning of these things how it is relevant to yourself is it can be true or false if you attend to the to the te- to, uh, the teaching or the talk in the right way you can understand in deep way someone with five qualities is able to enter the sure path with regards to skillful qualities when listening to the true teaching what five they don't disparage the talk the speaker or themselves they listen with undistracted and unified mind they attend properly someone with these five qualities is able to enter the sure path with regards to skillful qualities when listening to the true teaching that is the sutta so so the, the, this is what the what i we we have to keep in mind so we have to pay our attention to understand the meanings of these teachings so then you can investigate within yourself and understand and apply in your day to day life use it use that knowledge in your day to day life then you start seeing the world in a different way you understand things in a different way so then you see the liberation from suffering at any moment once you bring your mind to the the right understanding about this i e no stung body and mind so then you can just quickly let go things because you 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 are aware of the impermanent nature non self nature and that is the that that is the reality it is impermanent and uncertain and uh, you can't say it is i me myself it is a natural phenomena it always runs based on causes and conditions so this is this is the fundamentals so therefore the suffering you can't stop because the consciousness always run based on delusion that means whatever moment if when you are conscious so you have a choice because you are your sense bases are always run by your previous intentions based on your previous karma or the, pre, the previous intentions so that's why uh you have a feeling you have a perception at any time regarding any object so therefore you have a choice but 
these feelings, perceptions, and choices are not permanent. These are change. So that's why you fall into suffering. The, the, because these are impermanent stuff. So, the, and, and the other hand, the, the forms also impermanent. Whatever the forms come through your eye and nose, tongue, body is also impermanent. These are also change to different forms, different levels. So, therefore, uh, you fall into suffer because the craving arises in against the, any any forms, feelings, perceptions, and volitions. So that is the danger. That is the reality of this body and mind. That is a fundamental truth. If you if you are aware of this truth and keep in mind and use it in your day-to-day -day life, you can avoid a lot of suffering. And you see, there is no other uh, way of extinguishing. Extinguishing the consciousness is the way to extinguish. That's why Lord Buddha say, when you come to Parinibbana, that means you come to no more existence, there is no more consciousness. So therefore, no more suffering. So end of suffering is there. That is how end of suffering happens. Okay, ask. Five truths yeah. from the, the uh, Sutta are very much connected with how we have to relate every day with one another. Yeah. Uh, and I just think you might comment on that because so often we are stirred up by something somebody says. Mm. And this is, of course, um, where a lot of difficulty and suffering arises. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is the thing we have to keep in mind. Because when this consciousness is working, existing, so always this consciousness is supported by your past intentions. So that's why when you are practicing the right view, this uh, unwholesome or the unskillful stuff, you, you naturally start abandon, let go, and you develop the skillful actions, bodily actions, verbal actions. Because you see the unskillful actions always come from delusion. Because you were deluded before, you, you develop those unskillful actions and you resort to those actions. You are rely on those actions. You, you depended on those unskillful actions. When you develop the right view and when you are practicing right view, when you are using right view in the present moment, you develop, you, you get the right intentions and you develop the right, uh, the skillful actions, proper actions. Uh, then you, you rectify, you purify your verbal actions, bodily actions based on right view and right intentions. So it, it is the way how you get it purified. It is, a, it is a way of happening things because the causes and conditions put in first. That is the right view, is the, the, the root uh, causes. And not using non-delusion is the root cause. So once you are using non-delusion, non then the non-greed, non-hatred-based actions start developing the, 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 that kind of uh, the verbal actions, bodily actions, you, you start to use and use in your day-to-day -day life. So it, be, it becomes your new karma or the, the later developed develop intentions or uh, the practices. These practices 
then you you keep the the confidence on these practices these are help to to avoid a lot of suffering but you you know all these uh, practices are impermanent change and vanish so that's why you uh, you develop the deeper levels of the path to totally extinguish your consciousnesses and free from this uh, uh, the five sense world and go to the mind realm and understand the reality of the suffering directly. Direct understanding is important. That is, develop the path to deeper stages is important to stop the, the uh, to come to the existence of, with this five sense world or the other levels. So even, the, even though the existence in mind level also leads to suffering because all these states are impermanent change and vanish so so then then you see whatever whatever level of suffering whatever level of existence leads to suffering so then you let go to the mind realm and go to the total extinguishment that's what lord buddha taught us that is the the thing that is the way how it happens so it it is good to know when you are living in this five sense world that is the this uh, the karma loka so so you you should uh, ha- develop the right uh, uh, actions right verbal actions and bodily actions it is not you are doing but when you are uh, using the right view it naturally start developing because you are related to your experiences in a different way you develop that right uh, relationship that means you see even within whatever thing arise in your mind is always based on causes and conditions then you see the external world also all external the world that means all other people also have the similar uh, way of happening things that is their consciousnesses arise their verbal actions and bodily actions arise based on causes and conditions so you know there is no control on these things it is a natural flow of happening things so you are kind to yourself and you are kind to other world, other living beings also in the same way so that is how it happens because using right view is the important thing so ask thank you here are a few questions online okay, and the first one is Bangtai kindly guide us how we can keep our minds calm and disturbed during present coronavirus crisis. Thanks. Yes. Yeah, if you, if you see this uh, coronavirus crisis, that is this, uh, this pandemic in the right way. So this is how you relate to this experience is the important thing. Because... Uh, now you see the most of people peoples are uh, uh, conditioned to think oh these uh, these kind of things we can control these are under our control so now you see the, even the scientists have no um, the cure for this problem there is no no cure they try to to solve this problem using uh, 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 um, vaccines, but the vaccines, uh, they, this <laughs> this virus mutate to different states, and the vaccines, some vaccines also don't work properly. <laughs> so you can understand this world is uncertain. You can't certain anything. 
See, things are changing. Un unforeseen things arise. That is the way how this world works. It is the way how uh, your consciousness, if you go, if you're aware of your consciousness, your consciousness also always work like that. Whatever thing you are, you, whatever feelings form the perceptions arise in this moment is, is not fixed, not permanent. You can't keep those uh, feelings, perceptions forever. These things change when the causes and conditions change. You, when you get a new experience or when you learn something new, your perceptions change to a different level. So it is the way how it happens. So how we expect things keep under our control because now the COVID is go against our expectations or sometimes we can't maintain our expectations. We can't maintain the, our wishes because COVID obstruct. Because the because this pandemic, governments has to impose rules to con get it under control, and uh, not it uh, destroy the whole humanity. So that's why the each each and every government has the responsibility to to keep it under control. So that's why governments uh, impose rules. So people, it, that, that, those rules go against people's wishes. So that's why people get upset. And they, they start criticizing governments and criticizing different actions. And some people criticize. And when, when the governments relax rules, so what will happen? <laughs> then the COVID starts spreading and killing a lot of people. Then people get again upset because they see their, their kid and kin are dying and their friends are dying. So then people get again upset and they start blaming to the government. They didn't impose rules at the right time, proper way. So, <laughs> so your mind changing. <laughs> and first you blame to, to imposing rules. Then, then now you are blaming not imposing rules. The same person. So you have to understand your consciousness is, is always changing. So blaming and the, 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 the blaming to others or blaming to yourself is not the solution. You have to understand the reality. People, different people have different responsibilities. That's why the government has the responsibility towards the, all the, the, the people living in their country. So that's why they, they look in that way. But we are always uh, responsible to our happiness. So that's why people think we can control. Oh, this government is going against my, my way of getting happiness. <laughs> So I can't go for, the, to, for, for a, a holiday to this country, that country. Government banned these things. <laughs> Government don't allow us to go to the, those countries. So that's kind of restrictions. Not only countries, even the, the sometimes governments restrict to go to the beyond five kilometers. <laughs> so then people start criticizing. So the suffering actually arises because you are craving arise in your heart. So if you see the, the craving arise based on delusion, because you think these things are permanent, the, the, the certain, you don't see the uncertainty of uh, this phenomena or uncertainty of the objects arise in your mind, uncertainty of your expectations. These are subject to change and vanish. And sometimes these are, uh, can't, uh, cannot happen anymore. 
having problems, having obstructions. And the, you have to see the, the, the consciousness of, with, arise in your mind. So the, the mind consciousness, i.e. a nostang body consciousness, is not permanent. These are subject to change based on the causes and conditions. That means first you praise the government, then you blame the government. <laughs> sometimes you praise yourself, sometimes you blame yourself. Your consciousness is the, the changing to different states, different levels. So when you understand it as a reality, it is a, it is a nature, you just let go the whole thing. You just let go your all consciousness, all feelings, perceptions, and volitions, and you free your mind. Because always these things create suffering. These are uncertain stuff. We are trying to hold on these things. Can you hold on these things? No, these are impermanent stuff. So that's why there is no personality, fixed personality. If you, if you watch yourself, you, you have no fixed personality. Personality, you can't define it. In whatever way. Because all feelings, perceptions, volitions are changing to different states, different levels. They are they're changing to something different. So that's why Lord Buddha say, it is, there is no the personality. Actually, you can't take these things as I, me, myself. Always arise based on causes and conditions. That's why once people praise to the rules. Some pe sometimes people blame to the rules. When <laughs> so that depends on, that's why the, when the COVID is a good teacher for us, if you, if you, uh, in, uh, the, if you take the, this COVID as a reality of this world, how this world works, so then you can understand how you are, you are uh, not, how this world is not under anyone's control. It is, it, it goes along the causes and conditions, go how the causes and conditions arise and pass away, and no one have authority to control these things. So when you focus this attention to yourself, you see there is no self. These, these always, your eye, nose, tongue, body, and mind run based on causes and conditions. There is no, no authority, no governor, no controller behind these things. It is a way of happening things. That's why when you have this, this big picture understanding, then you see, you accept this body and mind is not under our control. Then you, your mind uh, come to Nibbida. That means, uh, how, so mind is turned away from your consciousness. Mind is turned away from from your experiences, and it, it much more prefer to the extinguishment, not, not having these conscious experiences. Turn away from your five senses and go to the mind realm and enjoy the stillness of the mind, unity of the mind. So you are, your mind turn away when you see this big picture. It is the way how it happens. Okay. Is there any question? Any more questions? Thank you. Another question. Could you please speak about developing right view? Yes. The, yeah, this is, this is the most of the people ask this question. So the developing right view is, first you have to understand the right view. What is right view and what is wrong view? So how you developing is you have to use the right view, because your mind is always programmed to use the wrong view. 
the I, me, myself, and uh, the things you take as permanent, whatever thing you experience in this moment, you think it, you have to experience forever this. So you have to experience the pandemic forever. So these things come and go. If you, if you, re, if you recollect the past pandemics arise and prevail and extinguish, it is the way how it's happened. All your experiences are arise and the, the, to, to experience for some time and then disappear, extinguish. So this is, this is how things work. So uh, if you have that understanding about this reality, you don't worry. You just let go things. So you accept as it is. So the practicing right view is important. Practicing means remind yourself this reality and use that knowledge in your day-to-day -day life, at each and every moment, whatever moment, when it comes to your mind, you have to respect it and keep it and use it all the time. So then it will come to your day-to-day -day use. It will, it will come, to, come to your uh, common sense, common knowledge about the world. So it is, it is the way how you see the world. It has come to you. Because the usage, day-to-day -day usage. Otherwise, this mind always run based on the, the deluded delusion. So you have to practice non-delusion. So that's why the practicing right view means you are practicing non-delusion. So actually, this, uh, this view actually comes from people who develop their mind beyond this human realm. And... Uh, uh, directly understand the reality, the, understand the big picture. But once they, they introduce you, you can examine and see within yourself, and you see it is true, it is correct. So then you try to use that knowledge in your day-to-day -day life. Once you are using that knowledge in your day-to-day -day life, you see the benefits of it. You see you can release your mind from suffering. It leads to it leads to strengthen and concrete in your mind, and you you are you are rely on this that view, and you see the benefits of that view. You are it leads to deeper understanding. Then you you see through that right view, and then it leads to the deeper stages of practice of the path. So that is how it happens. It is a, it is a, it is a, it is a, the way how you start using it and seeing the benefits, and you naturally fall into that path. You can't turn back once you fall into the path. So that is the usage of right view. So how to use is you just remind yourself and use as much as you can. Then, then you start rely on it, and you take as the refuge of. Refuge. Dhamma is your refuge. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> the next question. Respectful Dante, could you please advise how to help people who are in extreme suffering to cultivate their mind for peace, happiness, and wisdom? Thank you. Yeah, when people go to extreme suffering, yeah, actually, the, uh, sometimes you can help, sometimes you can't help, because they are, uh, the, the suffering is always based on uh, craving arise at that moment. Suffering 
arise in your mind when you are conscious about anything this that is the the main base of having suffering though arise suffering the suffering is always conditional if you if you if you can uh, arise uh, the the rose the, the pull out of suffering some's mind is you can uh, give them the understanding how to uh, release from suffering by uh, moving out of that uh, state of mind that means he teach them the suffering come from the craving so once you abandon the craving these are impermanent stuff non self stuff so you don't have control you just turn away your mind and pay attention to something else then you you, you can stop your suffering suffering always when you are when your mind is conscious on that object the suffering if, if shall we take a example if your leg is am, am, they cut and removed so then when you pay attention to the pain there so then you suffer if you if you develop your mind to to turn away from that that problem and you can focus your attention to breath or something else some other object you can stop suffering at that moment because you are not crave for having a leg having <laughs> your part of body that part of body already amputated so so that kind of the understanding you have to develop so that's why it is important if some some people have that skill to divert their attention to something else and avoid the 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 the, the suffering object from their mind just just cut off and let go so that kind of understanding that's a kind of skill should have that person so then you can you can uh, uh, support that person by uh, helping them to to cut off the craving and move the mind to something else so that is how we can stop suffering so, so sometimes you can develop the kindness loving kindness that is also a, a method of diverting your mind to some some other objects some other aspects of the living so these things are possible but the 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 root thing is if you see the impermanent nature and non self nature these are this is the way how things happen you are not you you have no other exception so so you just cut off the the expectation and release your mind from those expectations and you focus something else and you free your mind from the suffering cause so cause is cause of suffering is craving towards any the experience you have now thank you the last question how do you justify working in a situation or environment that is not in keeping with your practice or ethics ask me again how do you justify working in a situation or environment that is not in keeping with your practice or ethics Hmm? No. 
uh, is asking how to justify yeah. working in an environment yeah. which you are not happy about. They are doing wrong things, yeah. mean, but not according to your ethics. How mm. can you cope with the situation to work there? Yeah, actually, justifying means. So, yeah, when you have to stay in such a situation, that means the, you see things are going in the wrong way or happening things in the, the, the wrong understanding or wrong actions. So, because sometimes you have to maintain your body and mind, you have to live in such uh, conditions. So you have to be kind to themselves, but you have to live with them. So this kind of difficult situations many people face, but they, they have no other way to do. So then you have to kind to themselves and just follow whatever thing you have to do for your living. Because fighting with the, 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 the whole world don't work. But you can practice the right mindfulness. Then you see the suffering, how suffering arises and passes away. And you get sometimes an opportunity to separate from those situations and try to find out a better environment. But if you, if, you, if you hate them, if you develop the unskillful mentality towards your environment or towards your experiences, it creates more suffering to you. And you don't see the opportunities to avoid those situations, avoid those environments, and find out a better environment or better, situ better, uh, envi uh, better the surroundings. You don't get that opportunity when you are falling into unskillful mental states. That means see, uh, anger, hatred, when arise in your mind, so you are always your mind get contracted, and you don't uh, you don't see the good opportunities. So that's why Lord Buddha say you should avoid unskillful mental states. So you have to accept the reality of this world. You can't change the whole world. You can't change your environment sometimes. Some, sometimes you may have that uh, opportunity to tell other people, uh, this is unskillful, this is skillful, this is based on delusion, this is how to overcome this delusion and come to non-delusion and practice non-delusion. Then you can avoid unskillful verbal actions and bodily actions. You can tell other people in some situations, some situations, you are not the authority. You are not accepted by the other people. So then what, what you have to do? You have to be kind to the world. You have to be kind to the other people. So they, their minds arise based on causes and conditions, how they were conditioned, how they were uh, trained, and how, what, what is their view, why their view arise uh, based on their previous practices, or pre where they born, where they lived how they were conditioned. So that's why they, they, their course of actions, their way of seeing things arise in their minds and their, their bodily actions, verbal actions arise in those, that way. So you have to accept the reality and you don't have the authority to control them or you don't have an opportunity to tell them anything better than them, they, 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 anything better to them. So then you have to accept the reality. Be kind to themselves and f f try to find out a better environment. Try to find out a, the escape from those 
those surroundings. So that is the only way. So if, when you are mindful, then you are kind to themselves. That is the that is the the important part of your practice. When you see things, you should not attribute to personalities. There is no personalities. All things arise based on causes and conditions. So then you try. Then you see the 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 path to escape from those situations. Because non greed, non hatred, you are using in your heart. So, is there any more questions? Okay, ask. Bhante, thank you. Um, uh, Kanishka Perra is uh, one of our batchmates. Um, even though this during this COVID pandemic, millions of people died, when I heard his death, it hit me on my head. Mm. As a knowledge, I know Pierre Vipoyogo Duko, or this non-self always you are talking about. As a knowledge, I, mm. I know. I can tell other people as well. But when it comes to the experiential reality, it hit me. At first, it's a death. Mm. Then I get into the death com contemplation, actually. Mm. But then again, the long-term suffering is now, I feel like I have realized this dumb as soon as possible. That is mm -hmm. my suffering now. Mm -hmm. So how do you get through that kind of suffering? Yeah, yeah you have to admit that this is, a, this is a natural phenomena. So it is not under your control. How can you attain Nibbana at the, this moment? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it is a. So the thing is, you have to practice the path. Then you can liberate your mind. First, you liberate your mind time to time. Even now, you know. When you when you turn away your attention from that that uh, memory or your friend, and you you pay attention to something else, and you attend on the different object, the suffering is not there. You, you can directly experience even now. So when you attend to some other work, your office work or something, and you f f pay full attention on that one, there is no more suffering regarding your, your friend. So you, you, you see the re relief is there. So that's why Lord Buddha say, when you have this consciousness, so you, you, time to time, these thoughts come to your mind because he was one of your good friends long time ago. So this, once it comes to your mind, then the, this suffering arises at that moment. There is no fixed suffering. Suffering arises based on causes and conditions. Because when the craving arises in your mind, that gives you the suffering. Then the object should come first, and then craving arises based on your past karma. That means based on your past intentions and uh, how you relate to that person. So that is your past karma. Because they, that is why Lord Buddha say, until this consciousness is exist, you have to suffer. Even the Buddha had to the same problem. Until he attained to Parinibbana, he suffered with this body and mind. 
but he knew how to totally extinguish that and he was not deluded by this mind he can just let go and free your mind so can you I, know how to do it can i add someone can i add one thing, one thing? Yeah. because if someone asks that consciousness is suffering yeah. if i try to explain if i try to myself yeah if as a, like a that my friend said like a foolish or stupid way asking mm-hmm. if somebody says okay listening to dhamma talk also suffering is a sound consciousness yeah how do you explain that yeah yeah they, 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 it is important whatever consciousness sound consciousness eye ear nose tongue body and mind consciousness all are leads to suffering because whatever consciousness arise at any moment this consciousness is is uh, consist with or Uh, come with uh, a perception feeling if there is no feeling no perception there is no consciousness <laughs> because the feeling and perception is a part of consciousness how this uh, these feelings and perceptions arise because your previous experiences give that feelings and perceptions that is because your your the uh, the the existence is based on consciousness it a part of the existence is uh, the part of the is a is a essential factor of existence is consciousness consciousness always conditioned by your past experiences karma so that's why lord buddha say it is suffering <laughs> so you have a choice you have a choice so that they have but it is impermanent stuff your choice based on impermanent stuff so you fall into suffering soon you fall into suffering so there is no no remedy for that one so only remedy is no consciousness so that's why parinibbana is the end of suffering until otherwise you have the suffering <laughs> that is the reality that is the thing you have to understand but if you don't understand the total extinguishment and you don't achieve that end you don't know what will happen next so you don't see the path once you, when you don't see the path you sh- you don't see the, the relief of suffering so you don't see a way to extinguish suffering so you are deluded so you are still inside the trap so that's why you 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 don't see the extinguishment so therefore you just follow different other techniques and methods and seal a different kind of seal a different kind of practices different kind of existences you go behind these things but still you are falling into suffering again and again so that's why it is important to understand the right view and the path right view the part of the right view is the path the magga satya the four understanding the four noble truths is the right view so there is a one part is the the path to the total extinguishment so it is it is it is the one of the most important things to understand not only understand the suffering not only understand the cause of suffering not only understand the extinguishment of suffering you should have the understanding the path of the path of total extinguishment of suffering the path is also important so that is the understanding of four noble truths that is the right view so right view is not only one thing <laughs> <laughs>
uh, one question again came to my mind. So maybe again a stupid question, but still asking. Uh, so Ajahn, <laughs> tell me one thing. Uh, even though I think I have been hearing these uh, teachings for some years now, but uh, still, uh, that particular sense of uh, dispassion hasn't arisen in a way. So basically, that sense of disenchantment or this dispassion. See, the problem is this. We live in samsara. We experience samsara. We know what is samsaric happiness and samsaric sadness, right? Always there is a thing and then there is a okay, but, uh, you know, we can have a coffee or something and then it will be slightly manageable or something. Or there are some workarounds for it. Now, the point is... Uh, Obviously, we haven't experienced the bliss if, we, if there is a bliss of meditation, as the teachings say, that when we meditate, there should be some bliss or something. So now the point is this. Uh, we haven't experienced that particular stuff, which is called as there is a bliss in meditation, which we haven't experienced. The teachings say there is a bliss, but we haven't experienced for ourselves. We know a happiness which we have experienced, which is in samsara. Now, obviously, if any logical person will think about it. We have a tangible happiness which we can foresee right now. And there is a intangible happiness which is existent in the future if we do something. Which we are even though trying to do, then also somehow it's not working and we haven't experienced that bliss of meditation. So still, we are coming towards the samsaric happiness again. Now, how to develop this... Basically, how we can actually... We know impermanence. We have seen people dying around in COVID now. Unfortunately, my friend also has died. One of my friends has died due to COVID. We know these things. I, we have seen these things now. Till now, COVID also was something like a news for me. But when I heard my friend had died due to COVID a few weeks back, then, yeah, basically, yeah, as my friend also suggested that he was struck by his new, friend's news. And similarly, I was also slightly shocked hearing that particular news, even though, yeah, we know about impermanence, it's mm. all non-self, there mm. is no being, no person, nothing. Mm. So, but still, how to actually basically get the mind diverted from samsara towards a disenchantment towards samsara, basically towards attraction towards samsara, mm. and basically, if we say not aversion towards samsara, but still having a disenchantment for the samsara so that obviously the mind thinks, yeah, it's enough of the processes already going on, so let's try something different, like a way out of samsara in a way. So how can we tilt the mind in that particular direction? When we haven't seen that actual happiness which arises in a meditation, and we know a happiness which we can get from a coffee in a way. <laughs> if, we, if my question is making some sense. So how can a normal layman, a, a lay person who is in samsara, try to divert his mind towards out of samsara. How can this happen? Thanks, Ajahn. So uh, this question, what I understand is, until you, you are willing to have a, if, until you, you want to have a non-suffering states of mind to continuously have a non-suffering states, so you don't get it. Because when you are existing in this five sense world, this consciousness is, is not a fixed thing, a permanent thing. It's subject to suffer. 
It's, it's falling to suffering all the time. But you can release from suffering for temporarily, but it fall back to another state of suffering. Another object come and make you suffer. So it is, it is a part of the system. So you have to understand the, this big picture. There is no, no self to govern this, this process. There is no one is governing this process. It is a natural way of the process. It is, it is naturally run by causes and conditions arising each and every moment. These causes and conditions are not under anyone's control. So that is the thing you have to understand. It is uncontrolled. So that's why Lord Buddha say, when you have aware of this big picture, this is the way, it, how it works, you just let go it. You, you don't worry about it. You just turn away your mind from all this conscious process. So then you, you develop the ability to accept the reality as it is. You are not under control. So things arise and pass away. So the, the, you know this suffering always related to wanting. So enjoyment, whatever thing you had, is you are, because enjoyment, you are, you are attaching your mind. It is a process. So that, then you, you train your mind to divert your attention and pay attention to something else and stay with it. So that's why the, the, even the, 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 uh, some religions, they teach to attach to the light, the mind. You focus the, the, the mind to the, the light arise in your mind. And you, you pay attention on, to it and just forget about the all other objects. So sometimes they create a, a sign of sign, a color sign, and focus the attention to those color signs and pay attention to it and let go all other things. So unify your mind to one object and let go all other objects. Then you, you, you avoid suffering, arise from all other objects. Because one, this mind is take an object, it leads to suffering. That depends on the, 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 the condition of the object or how you relate to that object. The way you relate to those objects leads to suffering. So that's why people expect the, 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 the escape from suffering to go to one object. But this consciousness you can't maintain in one, on one object forever. It changed to different levels. It changed to different states. It is, it is a natural causes and conditions drive this consciousness. That's why it leads to suffering. So that's why it, uh, it should go to non-existent level, no more consciousness level. So that is, to go to, should go to the total extinguishment. Because this consciousness arises because causes and conditions. Con when the causes and conditions disappear, which leads to create consciousness, then no more consciousness there. So the, because the causes and conditions divide, they, they disappear. That's why Lord Buddha say, this consciousness arise because you want the consciousness, you rely on consciousness, you depend on consciousness, you value consciousness. Once it, the craving, this wanting totally disappear, you see the suffering nature of consciousness. And in all ways, all sorts of existences, all sorts of consciousnesses leads to suffering. Once you see it directly, then your mind naturally 
they turn away from those uh, experiences and no more craving there. So therefore, no more consciousnesses arise after that. So then you stop all sorts of suffering. But you can turn away from any suffering by cutting off the craving or cutting off the craving to that object or that experience and turn away from that object and grasp another object. Then you can stop suffering temporarily. But until the consciousness exists, it falls into suffering in this moment or any other moment. So it, there, is a, there is a ground to arise suffering. The ground to arise suffering means it is the consciousness. Consciousness is the ground to arise suffering at any moment. When the consciousness, no more consciousness is existing, there is no more ground for suffering. Sadhu, sadhu. Now I think we can stop, no? Is it good? Good to stop? Is there any more questions? No. Okay. Now we, we, we must, uh, we, we, I, we, I will pay respect to Buddha Dhamma Sangha and uh, in this uh, today's talk. Okay. Arahang Samma Sambuddho Bhagava Buddhang Bhagavantang Abhivadi Swakato Bhagavata Dhammo Dhammang Namasami Supati Panno Bhagavato Savaka Sangho Sangham Namah